Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. And welcome back to Real Estate Coaching Radio. We are your humble, happy hosts, broadcasting live from lovely Texas. Julie, my love, welcome to today's radio show. Thank you. As always, it's a pleasure, and it's going to be fun. We always try to make this tactical, practical, and applicable. So always a good challenge we like to try to rise to, and uh, looking forward to it. Excellent. And uh, Julie, please go into your podcast studio. I can tell you're not because there's an echo. And uh, that way we won't hear any background noise. That'd be great. So listeners, we are going to pick up where we left off talking about why this is the most important time of year. Yes, yes, I know. Every time of year is the most important time of year. And we just sound like we're basically saying the same thing that you hear all the way throughout the year. But this is a special time of year. And to remind you why, it's because simply for the fact that what you do now, what you do over the next three months really effectively, is going to literally set the stage for your massive success next year, just your okay year or having really a crappy year. And I want you guys to be introspective, and I want you to be honest with yourselves. Most of you really don't start working until really, honestly, the second or third month of the following year. And this time of year, like everybody else that you know, you rationalize not working that hard because of the holidays. You rationalize not working that hard because you've worked hard all the way throughout the year. I get it. I feel the same way. Julie and I sold real estate for a long time, sold thousands of houses. Trust me when I tell you, we get it. But we're not here to tell you that we want you basically out there working with no end in sight, with no break, with no nothing like that. We're not asking you to have that mindset. That's not really sustainable. It's not realistic. What we are asking you to do is not blow off the rest of the year because when you don't, when you actually have a specific plan, which we're giving to you, um, it was two days ago on the radio show, today on the radio show, and the following radio show is going to be on this topic. We're going to give you a specific step-by-step plan on what you need to be doing now so you start the year out, with, it, frankly, with more momentum than you can possibly imagine. And now I'm going to remind you, and Julie, try to. I know we have received a bunch of nice emails, so find one to read here in a second. I'm going to remind all of you guys that why. It's very simple, because this time of year you have less competition, because all the other agents are making the mistake. So there's 135,000 of you guys that are listening right now, roughly, right? That's how many you know, regular listeners we have. But there's 1.2 million agents out there. So chances are, in your community, yeah, there's probably a few hundred, maybe a few thousand folks that are listening to our podcast right now, agents. But the truth is, is that that vast majority are not. And that vast majority, they're not going to be working the last quarter of the year. They might show up to meetings and do realtor tours and all that. But I promise you, they're not going to be drilling down like you are. So your competition, actually, is asleep at the wheel. There's number one reason. Number two reason, and this is... There's, there's number two and number three I'm going to kind of combine because, frankly, it excites the hell out of me. We have a changing real estate market. There's no doubt about it. Julie and I were talking about this last year, about mid-year. We were telling you that a real estate reset was coming. We were telling you that it was starting in the top end of the market. We were telling you exactly how we knew, and I'll remind all of you guys how you can find out for yourself because we have a very well-established uh, BPO uh, aspect of our coaching company. We have BP relationships with all these BPO companies, and we have all these relationships with these agents that basically make a lot of money doing BPOs, and they're all telling us that their BPO order requests were increasing. If you're not doing BPOs, 
Look, if you're so busy and making so much money you can't do PPOs, that's fine. Have an assistant do them. But you've got to know what's going on in the market. There's no better canary for your local coal mine than knowing how many BPOs are being ordered. I saw, Julie saw, all of our coaches saw an increase in BPOs starting mid-last year, and that number has only increased. Tells me the market's changing, guys. Then now, obviously, we have market stats started in the upper end. So there's no doubt we're in a changing market. Why is that good news for all of you? Because in a changing market, most people don't know what to do. You do. You're listening to us on the radio, especially if you're one of our coaching clients. We'll tell you exactly what to do. You can make money no matter what direction the market goes up or down. That should excite the heck out of you. So there's that. Changing markets always, always favor the prepared. The last market we're coming out of was more of a relationships market. This market, you know, who you knew, this market's going to be a skills market. So get your skills on, and this will become your market. And the more it changes, the more people get worried and panicked, the more important your skill set's going to be. There's that, okay? Now, the sec- I will make this the third point. The third point was is there were a mess of listings that came on the market this year in spring and summer compared to previous years. Yes, I realize there's still a shortage of inventory in most of the country, but more houses came for sale, and a lot of houses, I don't know if you guys noticed, came for sale later in the season than they normally do. And what do they all have in common? Overpriced, right? Didn't you guys see a ton of overpriced stuff for sale? And so now we have what is typically a slower time of year for home sales, and we have a lot of inventory that didn't sell. That's right, expired. So expired listings become one of the easiest ways to go after listing inventory this time of year because there was a lot of stuff that got listed in spring, a lot of stuff that got listed in the summer that didn't get listed. All those things are going to be coming off the market now that didn't sell. Your competition is basically going to be decorating their Christmas tree and basting their turkey. You guys following me on all of this? People are, going to, are, people are not going to know, and especially in our industry, are not going to know what to do because more negative housing news is going to start coming out. People are going to start panicking. Sellers and buyers then are going to start panicking. Agents aren't going to know how to price houses as the market starts to shift. But you're going to have your skills on, and so you're going to know what to do. All these things and even more, more reasons are why we right now are at probably one of the best places we could possibly be for those of you who are paying attention and are ready to take action. Right now, guys, this time of year, for all the reasons and more that I just stated, you should be excited, and I mean that with all sincerity. Now, do I want you working every single day, 12 hours a day? Of course not. That's insanity. And what we asked you to do, and I'm going to toss it back to you, Jules, what we asked you to do as your homework from part one of this, uh, these, this three- or four-part radio series is we asked you to take a calendar, we asked you to mark the days you're going to be working and mark the days you're not going to be working. Uh, and for the most part, most people in the last 90 days of the year are only working about 40 to 43 days. Take out the weekends, Thanksgiving's a week, Christmas is probably two weeks, you guys get the idea. You know, maybe you're traveling, going to visit grandma, whatever it is. All that stuff is not included in, as a work day. And then you add up your work days that you have left. Maybe you're working Saturdays, but you won't work Sundays. However it works out, generally speaking, you're working about 40, 45 days for the last quarter of the year. That's good. That means you have half the, you know, basically you're only working in the next 90 days, you're only working 45. So that right there should give you a little bit of a break. But when you have that calendar visually posted on the wall so you can actually see the days you're going to be working, and you, if you start feeling jealous of your friends who have time off or, you know, you keep on seeing people at Facebook parties and you're feeling like you're missing out on life, just look at your calendar and remind yourself, hey, i got two weeks coming up off where I'm not going to be working. You see, psychologically you then set yourself up to take advantage of this marketplace. The ultimate goal is so that when that calendar ticks over to 2017, you roll into the new year with massive momentum, and that momentum comes from lots of relationships, lots of leads, and ideally lots of listings. Remember, guys, the relationships that you establish now, 
okay, are the ones that are going to be paying you in the spring of next year. If you're not establishing new relationships until spring of next year, you're not getting paid until the summer of next year. And that's the reason that so many of you only make money in the summer, because you don't do the right thing the fourth quarter of the previous year. Do not do that to yourself now. Can I be any more clear, Julie? <laughs> no, that's pretty good. <laughs> and yeah. if not, we'll okay, just so keep I driving it home with the remainder of our points today. So, uh, yeah. But before we do that, a quick shout-out to Mr. Max, I think it's Futes, F-E-U-T-Z, in Heartland, Wisconsin, which I believe is in Lake Country, Wisconsin. So anybody with relocation clients going that direction, Max is your guy. He's, he writes, good evening, Tim. I just wanted to take the time to thank you for being a part of my success in my new chosen career. The guidance and information has been invaluable to me and has given me the confidence required to set myself up for success. I sincerely recommend Tim and his team for coaching. So thank you so much, Max, and, of course, we'll take very good care of you. I appreciate the shout-out and always uh, great emails from all of you guys. We like to share some of these on each show just to keep everyone inspired and to maybe send some business your way. So I am ready, if you are, Tim, to get into the part about what are they supposed to do with this newfound knowledge that they only have X number of days left to crank out the remainder of their goals for this year? So, well, point number one. So, go ahead. Point number one, before you get to point number one, guys, office managers, brokers, everybody, please, please, please write these points down. This will be perhaps the most important series of radio shows we've ever done. And we've done just, I don't even know how many at this point, 500? So, and by the way, you guys can go back and listen to all of them at realestatecoachingradio.com. So absolutely, positively write these points down and take this stuff seriously. Point number one, Jules. All right, perfect. So remember, now you have your number of workdays to commit to. Whatever that number is, your next question is, what are you supposed to do about it? Point number one, decide what schedule you must follow on those workdays in order to meet or exceed your goals for the final stretch. Stick to the things that drive your business. Remember, those things are simply lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualifying, presenting, negotiating, and closing. If it's not on that list, and I have some of our clients do this and the coaches do this, you write those things down, lead generation, lead follow-up, pre-qualify, present, negotiate, close. You post that on your door as you're leaving your office, your home office, etc. And if you are on your way to do something other than that list on a work day, you then look at what's underneath that list, a U-turn sign sending you right back to your desk, Put your headset on, do what you've got to do to get back to those things that actually make you money, the things that actually matter, especially when you have a limited schedule like during fourth quarter. Make sense, Tim? It does. All right, perfect. Moving so, on. Number two, commit to being at work when you're at work and being at play when you're at play. Work days are precious during fourth quarter, so keep your priorities to appointment setting, listings taken, buyers actually put in contract, price reductions, extensions. Now, the easiest way to do this if you're already a coaching client is to simply use the real estate success game because that absolutely keeps you on track and keeps it simple. Point number three related to all this, actually track your numbers daily. If you're falling short on closed appointments, you'll need to keep up, you'll need to increase your number of contacts, right? And that's not unusual this time of year. It's harder to find people. You've got to do more follow-up. You have to have more appointments set. So, again, look to the real estate success game to see what else you can be doing to take action. It's normal there. to have to actually go on more appointments, too. Go ahead. Well, I want to give them drill down, okay? So let's hover there. Sure. So psychologically, guys, here's what you, I want you to do. 
the real estate success game for coaching clients, it tells you basically exactly what you should be doing every single day. And you, bas- you keep a scoreboard, a scorecard in essence, letting you know whether you, you know, wh- however many points you accumulated, it assigns a certain point value to each activity, okay? So coaching clients, if you're not using real estate success game as your daily way of keeping track of holding yourself accountable, you're really missing out on that. But really what Julie's talking about now is called the magic number. Now, without going into it, the magic number in essence is the number of listings you need at all times in order for uh, you to accomplish all your financial goals. So simplifying it, oversimplifying it if you don't mind, if you have a monthly overhead of $6,000 a month, okay, and you have an average commission of $6,000, and you live in a market like, you know, say Columbus, Ohio, where Jules and I used to sell real estate, and you know in Columbus, Ohio, basically if you had 10 listings at all times and there were not lots, there were not, you know, teardowns, they're just normal residential homes. Statistically, no matter what market it is, no matter what month it is, you're going to sell probably a minimum of one, but maybe two of those listings priced right just out of MLS. Because you know the absorption, you know how to calculate all this. I'm way oversimplifying it. The whole magic number formula, uh, we walk you through it as part of the coaching program. But let's just say that's your magic number. You need 10 listings at all times. You're in a normal market like Columbus, Ohio. Every house you sell is going to pay you about $6,000. You guys are with me, right? Right. You need $6,000 a month in order to basically cover all your bills. That's the minimum standard of money you need. That's not including money to go to Disneyland. That's not money to do anything else. That's just the minimum standard you need. That means that you need 10 listings at all times. So if you needed to take 10 listings at all times, you know, or rather have 10 listings at all times, and you have no listings now, this is the easiest time of year to take listings, there's no doubt. If you've never listed a house before, that's what the coaching program is all about. We focus all of our best energies to the coaching program and teaching you guys to be um, powerful listing agents. So what you want is you want to have 10, again, using my example, if your goal is to have 10 listings at all times, the work part is the getting to that 10 listings at all times. Imagine a jet taking off, okay? You know, we've said this a billion times. It's really a great way to see it. Does a jet use most of the fuel when it's taking off, when it's, you know, at cruising altitude or when it's landing? You guys already know the answer, right? When it's taking off, that's where it uses most of its fuel. So you do the magic number formula. You determine you need 10 listings at all times, and you have no listings. That is going to require a lot of effort to get up to that 10 listings number. But what I'm here to tell you is that once you get there, it's easy because then you just replace what sells that month. You guys get it? So you need 10 listings at all times to hit your, you know, basically minimum standard. I'm oversimplifying this. You know, again, the formula takes you through the whole thing to figure it out. Every market's different. Every price point's different, but it's not that complicated. This is the essence of it. You know you need 10 listings. One will sell out of the MLS almost automatically. You know, it's price right, the condition's right, you know, it is what it is. So it sells itself out of the MLS. Getting, and you have no listings, it's going to take you probably, if you've never, if you're not a strong, powerful listing agent, it might take you 90 days to get to 10 listings. Um, once you're at 10 listings, you're going to have maybe one or two sell, you're going to have to replace those. But once you're at that cruising altitude, it's easier. You pull back. It doesn't require as much fuel in the jet. It doesn't require as much of your effort. And you just replace what sells. That's where I want all of you guys to get. Now, here's what's cool. Let's say you get to the 10 listings, and you don't even remember the struggle to get there. Just as easy. Now you just have to replace one or two per month as they sell. No big deal. You're like, oh, my God, what am I going to do with my time? Then what we want you to do is we want you to consider going to a higher altitude. So let's say you want to increase your revenue, increase your income, 
and you know that in your market again, roughly 10% of your inventory will sell. So let's say you want to go to 15 or you want to go to 20. Let's say you want to you know, move to a, buy a vacation house. So it's all basically dependent on the number of listings you guys have at all times. That's the essence of what we teach you to do. That's the reason that so many people like what we're doing because we cut through all the Mickey Mouse and make everything very clear and how you guys can you know, build your real estate business in a predictable, duplicatable way. So when you hear Julie talking about those types of things, now she's, she mentioned number of contacts every day. Here's the mindset. You do your magic number formula. You figure out you need, like if you're in a high average sale price area, you might only need three or five listings at all times, right? Those of us in the Midwest hate you for that. By the, or that we're in, you sell real estate in the Midwest, we hate you for that. I mean, right. for Julie and I to accomplish our goal. Yeah. Right, exactly. When Julie, for Julie and I to accomplish our goal when we sold real estate, our magic number was usually around 40 or 50 listings. Okay. <laughs> you guys in L.A. or, yeah. you know, some of the more expensive Spoiled. areas, you need like three. Spoiled. Right. Well, okay, whatever your number is, it's going to take you longer to get there. But here's the little psychological thing. Let's say you do need 10 listings at all times to accomplish your goal. Make 10 contacts every single day. Tie those two thoughts in together. Something happens, and I don't understand it, but something happens when you know you want 10 listings at all times, and you just start basically making 10 contacts every day. For some reason, that works. So you want five listings at all times. Make five contacts. A contact is a conversation with a decision-making adult about real estate. Ideally, it's about FISBOs, it's FISBOs, it's expired. It's people that already have their hands in the air saying they want to sell their house. Maybe list pens, depending on your market, you know, notice default types. That's ideally what you're attracting because those are the guys that already know, you know, they have to sell their house. Um, but also, guess what? You get a contact credit if, you know, if you basically are making a contact with your neighbor and you talk about real estate. Oh, I don't want to talk with people. I don't want them to, you know, perceive that I'm some sort of sales per all the other psychological things you guys have floating around in your head about asking for business. Well, use this script and you'll feel completely and totally okay asking for business. By the way, Julie, who do you know that I should be helping buy or sell a home? Oh, you know right? what? I know this guy that I met, you know, exactly. Who do you know who I can help? It's not when right. do you plan on moving? You know, it's who do you That's know right. who I can help? People <laughs> love to offer help, right? And if it's them, they'll still tell you, right? It's just a less yep. direct, more comfortable way to go about it. We teach this and in you can flip uh, that. the premier class. It's known as the Ford script. It's kind of part of that too. But you can slip that into any conversation. If you guys are at a Christmas party, a cookie exchange or whatever, do not tell me there's not a way. You know as well as I do, if you let people know you sell real estate, everyone's going to talk about real estate. A coastal market's Real estate is one of the top three things people always talk about, right? For so sure. So it doesn't yeah. matter. People always want to know about house values. They're going to come to you, know your market stats, know what to say, not that complicated, but then always ask who you should be helping or whom you should be helping buy or sell a home. makes a huge difference, and every one of you, no matter how introverted, no matter how sales-phobic, no matter what your mindset is about you know, considering yourself a salesperson, all that stuff, when you ask that question, you'll feel comfortable doing it and watch their faces light up as they think, who can I send you? Yes, such a sweet question. Who can I send you that basically you can help? Everybody likes that, guys. So the challenge for all of you this time of year, and Julie, get to your next point, I'm sorry, but mm -hmm. the challenge okay. for all of you guys this time of year is not being complacent. That's it. Take this seriously. You will be sending us testimonials in the spring saying, OMG, Tim and Julie, I listen to you guys. 
you know, maybe I didn't like the idea of you telling me to work when I you normally don't work that hard, but only, I am so happy that I did because guess what I'm doing now? That's what I'm here from all of you guys. And remember, our emails are Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. Hey, Julie, before you get to your next point, um, yeah. I was just reminded. Uh, I haven't mentioned this in forever, guys, so I apologize. If any of you guys would like a free coaching call, just go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And someone from our team will call you back and help you set up, basically, kind of go through a lot of this type of thing on a more personalized basis, obviously talking to you individually. So just go to FreeCoachingCallsForAgents.com. And anytime, just fill out the form. You schedule your own free coaching call. And the other thing is, is that I know some of you guys still haven't grabbed our six free books that we're giving all, to all of our listeners, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate, Real Estate Treasure Map, your 12-monthly generation plan. I think there's, you know, there's obviously three others. I don't remember the names of them. You guys can just go there, download those books, and it's easy for you to do. It's, I've already done the hard work for you. On your mobile device, on your iPad, on your computer, whatever you're on, just scroll down, and you're going to see a form, name, email, phone number. Fill that out. As soon as you do and you hit send, you're going to get the, an email back saying, here are your downloads. And grab the books. And you're also going to get a call back from someone from our team. And when they call you back, they're going to tell you about the Premier Coaching Program. It's an enhancement to Real Estate Coaching Essentials. All of you who are in Coaching Essentials have been upgraded. Congratulations. So Premier Coaching is basically everything that Essentials was, but more. We're adding more uh, content, adding more classes. We've improved the website. We've done everything and just you know, that we were doing that you guys love so much, and we actually listened to everything you said, and we made it even better. The best thing about this coaching program is that it's a real-life coaching program. You can schedule one uh, coaching call per month. In addition to that, you get two semi-private coaching calls per month. Uh, and all the content we talk about, the listing presentation, the buyer presentation, lead generation ideas, your complete real estate system, everything that you can possibly need now or ever need in your real estate business is included. It's only $99 a month when you use the student approval program. And by the way, every single one of you, no matter what your credit is, are already approved to be part of this program because of the lender we're working with. So it's a no-brainer. You guys can basically get, get your training on you know, right now, which is the perfect time of year, as we roll into the new year. That way, when you roll into the new year, you're going to be completely – you're going to be like a sharpened axe. Julie, next point? Yeah, exactly. So point number four. It's okay if you're the only one in your office. When you pull in and you're the only car, do not have your immediate thought be, I guess it's closed, I'm going home. Instead, think to yourself, this is awesome, this is great, it means there's more business for me with less competition. It's a fantastic time to do the following list. A, reach out to at least five past clients or your center of influence as soon as you walk into the door. B, cherry pick the best expireds and the unrepresented sellers, otherwise known as FISBOs. C, market when no one else is. A lot of people preach you shouldn't be sending anything fourth quarter. You market when nobody else is. You might be the only one who gets the response. D, work your open house and coming soon strategies when no one else is. And E, follow up to set more appointments than you thought possible this quarter. Take it seriously. Take that focus. You know, say thank God, you know, thank those real estate gods that I am the only one in my office because I have the peace and quiet of nobody bothering me so I can buckle down and I'm going to challenge myself. I'm going to use the real estate success game, and I'm going to challenge myself to set my next appointment in the next half hour or less. How can I do it? I'm going to go to this list. Who's most likely to give me an appointment? Lead follow-up first, then expireds, unrepresented sellers. See how fast you can set a qualified appointment. Have fun with it. It's not supposed to be a grind. But remember, don't just do a U-turn when you're the only car in the driveway. All right, point number five, expect to hear holiday objections. Be ready with, 
I made a quick list here, and Tim, you can probably think of more objection handlers for holiday objections, but fourth quarter is relocation time of year. Don't miss out on the most motivated buyers. Relocating executives have already sold their home most times. They're highly motivated. They're about to be homeless, and usually they're in good price ranges. So don't miss out on that. Next, you have less competition because some of your neighbors are taking their homes off the market. Your home looks at its best during the holidays, and generally you have fewer but better quality showings. And then sometimes they'll say, well, I don't want to be inconvenienced. I have holiday parties. I've got family over, what have you. So make sure you offer to control the showing activity to minimize their inconvenience. And then you may end up not actually losing that listing for the entire quarter. All right. Well, point number six. So, but, but most, import, most importantly, you, you guys are going to start hearing this to Julie's point in about 30 days, right around Halloween. You're really going to start hearing it. We're going to wait until after the holidays. And don't argue with them, okay? That's the worst thing. Yeah, we're going to take a break, right? Don't argue with them. Say, you know what? Taking a break or waiting until after the holidays, that might be the best thing for you. That might be the smartest thing for you to do. But let me, just so that I can understand, why do you think doing that is going to be the best thing for you? You know, if you're assuming your goal is to maximize the sale, maximize your returns on the sale. Or you can just say, why, help me understand, why do you think that's going to be the best thing for you? And they're going to tell you, well, you know, by the way, don't be surprised when they tell you they just don't want the hassle of the showings, and that's fine, like Julie said, because that is what most of them are going to say. In other words, money is not going to be the most important thing. And they're going to say, well, we just want a break. I don't want to stress my family out. We just want to relax a little bit. Say, okay, I understand completely. Um, you probably agree that it just makes sense that – if there were a really motivated buyer that would come along, um, you know, that you would want to at least consider showing the house to them, though, right? Yeah. I mean, if you had somebody really great that wanted to purchase the house, then probably, yeah, I, we could make some time. Okay, so here's what, here's what we should do. Uh, for a whole bunch of reasons, I'd like to explain to you uh, when I see you today at 5 o'clock or 530. Um, for 15 minutes, 20 minutes, we'll sit down. For a whole bunch of reasons, it, it, the best buyers usually are in the market this, uh, this time of year. Um, and, I'll, and I'll get into that when, I'm, when I see you today. But the thing to consider also is you don't have to have a sign in your yard. You don't have to have a lockbox on your door. If you don't want those things, if you just want to have what you know basically is a, a listing that's only available for select buyers, that's fine. No problem whatsoever. What we need to do then is get the property actively for sale so we don't lose any of those great buyers. And then if we do get a contract, here's what I'll do. I'll make that buyer agree to basically work around your schedule. So in other words, you're not going to have to be out in 30 or 60 days. The buyer's going to understand that they have to basically either give you a lease back or accommodate somehow your relaxed moving out of the property. We can be flexible. We can work around what you guys are trying to accomplish, no problem. Make sense? Great. I'll see you today at 530. Those are the conversation patterns you have with sellers this time of year because when I'm, the worst thing for you to do is argue with them. That's what, I don't want, that's what you guys, a lot of you, have been traditionally trained to do. You know, you're supposed to take the objection, and you're supposed to annihilate it. Don't do that. It doesn't work anymore. We do not teach you to do that. What we want you to do is agree with what they said because usually the sellers are giving you good, decent reasons why they don't want to do whatever it is you want them to do, and then work within the rules that they set up for you to work within. It's a new mindset with regards to objection handling. Next point, Jules. That's right. And, you know, I was just thinking as you were talking there that so many agents have been kind of uh, complaining about the longer closing times that it's taking with all the new rules. Well, that's kind of good during the holiday season because that by itself kind of eliminates the whole I don't want to move on Christmas Eve at a certain point it will become impossible to close that quickly, so you no longer have that objection. See, look at the bright side, right? Okay, so point number six, expect some of your listings to want to take a break. We just talked about that. Use the same holiday objection handlers, but don't be in contention. To Tim's point, 
your job is not to argue with them. Next is number seven, accept and embrace. And this is perhaps the most important point, I think. Accept and embrace that what you do fourth quarter largely determines your success the first quarter of next year. We know for a fact that having a great first quarter is a major indicator of how the rest of your year will go. In other words, blowing off fourth quarter could trash your entire next year by slowing you down, getting you off track, keeping you in a state of being behind all the time. That's demotivational, if that's a word. Um, We talked about that actually in the premiere class on my last call. And I had uh, one of our great students was talking about he's kind of a grizzled veteran, you know, and he said, I can speak from experience what happens when you don't take fourth quarter seriously. So that was something that we tackled. And, again, what to do about it. We've been talking about that on this call. Take action. I think so we the have, way to think uh, about that, have time? the way to visualize that, and just, just again, because it's really so important. <laughs> you and I have said this in so many different ways. But in case there's any blockheads that are listening that aren't hearing us, <laughs> I want you guys to imagine, and we didn't get this right away either. When we were selling real estate back in our you know, early 20s, we, it took us a couple of years to understand the importance of fourth quarter. But once we got it, then our numbers really went through the roof. So, you know, you guys are walking down a street, and if you haven't taken fourth quarter seriously, you've done what you've done in the past, you've done what most agents do, the whole year as you walk down the street, there's going to be this hurricane-strength wind that's blowing against you. You're going to have to lean into that wind the whole time. Because of the leaning into the wind, you're actually going to have to spend more energy and not get as far as you would have if you'd taken fourth quarter seriously. When you take fourth quarter seriously, what happens is the wind's at your back, and the wind is actually propelling you to get further down the street without actually having to put much, as much effort in. You guys visualize that? Can you feel yourself, the wind against you, as you kind of lean into the wind? Can you kind of just psychologically get a vision of that? You can probably feel the wind on you, right? And you see how how you have to take that much more energy to take the next step? That's what happens when you don't work the fourth quarter of the previous year. And and here's here's the, the sad part, the scary part. Some of us get so used to having to live like that, that's our entire lives. We are spending our entire lives feeling like the wind is blowing us backwards and we have to put the effort necessary to accomplish the skill plus the effort to walk against the wind. That's what it takes for us, most of us, and, you know, until we figure it out how to actually basically put the wind at our back. It's a choice, by the way, what I'm describing for you. And I'm telling you right now, working fourth quarter is a key part of it. Following a, the real estate success game, working towards becoming a listing agent, understanding that you know, really this is the best time of year for you to be really drilled down then you have that wind at your back. So now the wind's at your back. Can you feel it? The wind is actually propelling you. It's almost like the wind is almost picking up each of your feet, and it's making it so that each step is less laborious. You guys can feel that too, right? That's what you can then have for the rest of the year. When you work fourth quarter, everything becomes easier. You have the momentum. You have the mindset. You feel you're going to go to office meetings, and people are going to be like, oh, my God, you have so much your closings, and no one else has closings, and that's going to excite you. It's going to motivate you. You're going to go to the next level. It takes this focused fourth quarter effort. Please take this seriously. Julie, my dear, next point. All right, perfect. So the next point is have fun fourth quarter. It's not supposed to be a grind. This is the easiest month to get great at connecting and reconnecting to your client base and your center of influence. It's a great time to do builder and developer outreach, to attend events. You can make more powerful contacts in less time this quarter by taking advantage of all of the social opportunities that you'll have. Consider sponsoring a Toys for Tots drive or a food drive for your community. Follow our holiday gift wrap project. That's part of the class. And reap the rewards for taking action. You know, 
a lot of you guys get burnt out this time of year and you say no to these types of events because you just want to, you know, hole up in your basement and watch movies, which we get. Okay, remember, came from a cold weather climate. We understand. Crank up the fireplace hey, man, and just be in your cage. I used to watch all the Godfathers. That was my thing, right? The whole, God, the whole God, <laughs> right? Whole God. I just watched all oh, yeah, those we things. Get it. That was like an entire. Yeah, okay, so we get it. Right, you, when yeah. Julie and I were in Ohio, we we sold real estate in Columbus, Ohio. Trust me when I tell you, there were months where you walk outside and you'd swear you were no longer on Earth. It was so cold. The clouds were <laughs> shovel so, your way to the appointment. You right. I mean, I, Jules, do you remember walking on our front yard in New Albany, where literally you, you ice the ice was, was so thick when you walked on the yard, literally your feet wouldn't go through. Yeah. It was a National Geographic special. It really was. I'm telling you, know, you man. So, well, but, you know, during fourth quarter, though, there is a lot of things going on. You don't have to go to all of them, but you should be saying yes to a fair number of them. And if you don't have it in you for whatever reason, maybe it's not your thing, maybe you're just worn out and you don't want to sponsor something, then that's even more reason to say yes to other people's events and be one of the sponsors of something like a Toys for Tots or something like that. You know, we're going to be talking more about this as we get further into fourth quarter about different easy events that you can do. I know a lot of our clients are doing pumpkin patches and fun stuff. That's the time to make maximum contacts on one day. I mean, think about it. One event, let's say you had 50 past clients show up. That's more efficient than cranking through your phone calls. So look at the bright side and do some of these events. So try and have fun with it. And then point number nine, set aside at least one week prior to the new year for your real estate treasure map. Time to complete the new plan before it's already next year. Use fourth quarter as your dry run for what you want to do next year. Follow the schedule you'll need, polish up your lead generation spokes, and get relentless on your follow-up. So get your treasure map done now instead of saying, well, I'll wait until the first official day back, whatever, January 5th, and then I'll start to get ready to possibly get started on my business plan. Well, by the time you get it done then, it's going to be spring break. So let's get it done now. That way you can hit the ground running and actually use fourth quarter as your dry run. And then point number 10, Julie, go as back, always. Go, yeah. go, go back. Well, hold on. Before you get to the last point, Sure. let's go back to that previous point about basically – how to get yourself – you guys can – there's so many different ways that you guys can get yourself involved in the community in a meaningful way. Uh, so you could – Julie and I uh, do things with the French Bulldog Rescue Network. You know, Julie and I have done other things over the years that we want to do, we love doing, but in doing so, this is even – this is even years after we don't even sell real estate anymore. So we will go and do these types of things. Because we like doing it, it makes us feel good, obviously, to contribute. And then when you're there, you, you make some great friends. So if you guys are wondering, how do I increase my centers of influence to my past client? Listen, by the way, the interview we did yesterday, uh, you know, the gal in Manhattan, $2.5 billion a year, you know. So listen to what she said. In essence, if you are you doing what you love to do, especially in a voluntary setting, especially this time of year, you are going to make some absolutely powerful, incredible real estate contacts. And every single one of you, you could even get you know, obviously get involved in your church, but I'm talking about literally, guys, if you're looking for a way to make a contribution, why don't you in your own neighborhood start now planning a Toys for Tots toy drive? You basically will have a day set aside. People are going to drop their toys off at your house. Maybe you're, there's a local rec center. You can. What Julie and I used to do when we do these things when we sold real estate is we'd always get the American Red Cross involved because American Red Cross uh, will have they have a, a PR system in place that will get your uh, 
your toy drive forward slash blood drive in every local paper. American Red Cross actually will go on telemarket, call right into that community trying to get past donors to show up. You know, these are all the types of things that we teach you as far as premier coaching, but these are the types of things you guys can do this year. You do something like that, the momentum that you'll get, it, you can do – look, you'll get lots and lots of business and make lots and lots of money, but the way it's going to make you feel about yourself, especially this time of year, it is a game changer. And then you're going to do more stuff like that. Then the next thing you know, you're going to be selling the most houses in the community because people see that you're a contributor, not just a taker. You're giving back. You're actually somebody who is somebody that they want to get to know and somebody that they want to help. And so obviously they send you business. Guys, the number one source of business for all of our top producers, anyone we've ever had on the radio, is always the types of things I'm describing to you now. Never is there a better time than right now to get involved in stuff like this. People's mindsets this time of year are about giving or about contributing, about you know being thankful and grateful. Be part of that. Be the center of that. Help other people manifest that, and that is something that really takes you to the next level, not just in the eyes of the folks you want to do business with, but also in your own mind. You start becoming the person that you always hoped that you would be this time of year. Point number 10, my love. Point number 10 is, as always, ask for help. When you need it, you are surrounded by all of the support, motivation, and tools you need. And by that, I don't necessarily mean right in your office. For those of you who feel that way, that's fantastic. You've chosen well. But for those of you who are indeed the only car in the parking lot, remember, we are here for you. Support, motivation, tools, everything that you need. Go listen to previous radio shows. We have so many people say that when they have an off day, they just turn on realestatecoachingradio.com and it's resolved. So we appreciate that. It's one of the reasons we do this. So let us get you to where you're going faster and with less stress. Remind yourself you're not alone. You do have the support structure that you need. So that's, I think, the best way to end this particular get-off-of-your-butt session and get cracking. <laughs> Wouldn't you have loved it when you and I sold real estate, Julie, especially when we first started out, if there was a podcast like this? I oh, mean, totally. honestly. It would have made things so much there easier. There was nothing like that. Yeah, right. I mean, somebody who is basically not going to have an agenda, it's going to tell you the truth, going to tell you the things you don't want to hear when you don't want to hear it. If we had had that, and we did great. We sold over 100 houses our first year, uh, basically right out of college. But if we'd had that, guys, oh, my gosh, we'd have been unstoppable. <laughs> so do I know, us a it just favor. would have been easier. Yeah. Right. Well, it would have been. And, you know, it. The, I feel sorry for these guys. They have so much more crap that comes out of them every single day, so many more things to confuse them, so many more people trying to sell them stuff, so many more like lead generation things. These, so many agents are coming to the industry right now, and they actually think it's normal to buy their leads. They think, well, you know, I got my real estate license. Now I've got to go contract up with a portal and basically start buying buyer leads. No one's telling you guys the truth about longevity in this real estate business, as far as I know, except Julie and I. I'm not bragging. I'm just telling you what I've been observing based on the feedback that we're getting from you guys. Listen to the past real estate coaching radio shows. Share, help us get the word out. I feel like we're starting actually a movement, you know, for all of you guys who are really realizing what an incredible opportunity this industry is to help other people and, frankly, take, make a lot of money and take care of your family. If there's ever anything we can do for you, Always request a free coaching call, Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com or Julie at TimAndJulieHarris.com. And remember, if you've not yet done so, make sure you grab those six free books, guys, especially, you know, obviously this is the 
Real Estate Treasure Map is one of the books we give you. That is our comprehensive fill-in-the-blank business plan. Just fill out that form right there on your computer screen. And if you would like a free coaching call, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. It's plural, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. And we'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Remember, if you ever need us for anything, if you have any suggestions on how we can make the show better, if you have any you know, nice things you'd like to say, if you have any critiques of what you'd like to say, we listen, we read, we respond. Tim at timandjulieharris.com or Julie at timandjulieharris.com. Have a fantastic day. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.